Blaine for breakfast. Well, big news earlier in the week with Minister Paul Papalia announcing that a banned drinkers register is set to be trialled if the Labor government are re-elected. What we wanted to do is go through a little bit about how it works and a little bit about the technology behind it and address any concerns that anyone may have. Joining me this morning, Ches Rafferty. He's the Managing Director of Scantech. They are the company behind this technology. Good morning, Ches. Morning, Blaine. Uh, thanks for having us on the show. Not a worry at all. Tell us a little bit about how this Scantech system actually works. Yeah, look, for the average person who just wants to buy a carton of beer or a bottle of wine, it's really simple. They're just going to come up to the register as normal and they're going to hand over their ID document. That can be a driver's license, a passport or a proof of age card. The, uh, the person serving them is going to scan that ID. It takes look, roughly two or three seconds for that to occur. And what that's going to quickly do is just check whether or not they're on the banned drinkers register and they'll just purchase their alcohol as normal. And for that very select group of people that uh, have um, alcohol abuse issues and who are on that banned drinkers register, it will come up with a warning just informing the um, customer service person that they won't be able to serve them alcohol. I'm just wondering if you could expand just that little bit more on the actual scanning process. So you basically hand over your ID and that's just scanned into a system. Is that right? There's no photos taken or anything like that? So what our technology does is it basically takes a photo of that ID document and literally, for want of a better term, reads that information off there. So that's how we know that, you know, it's, it's Blaine or it's Ches um, there, and that's how we're able to check to see if we're on that register. So that data is kept for a very, very short period of time. So it's literally kept for 24 hours. Um, and then after 24 hours, that's permanently and securely deleted. I was just going to ask that on the, the privacy matters of that. So that's all um, that's out of your system by 24 hours? Absolutely. And how accurate is this equipment? Is there is it foolproof in the fact that if I, say, for example, Blaine's on the banned re- drinker's register and I want to do a cheeky one and use my mate's ID, how is it going to, I guess, um, eradicate any issues like that? Yeah, look, it does still require that common sense approach for the um, person sending me alcohol to do, as they do now for, um, you know, under 18 checks, that quick check to make sure you do match to your ID document. Obviously, you know, the system is set up. If people were to abuse the system, then they're going to end up on a banned drinkers register themselves. So I I certainly would not be sharing my ID with a mate who's on a banned drinkers register Mm. because I'm going to end up on there myself. And we live in very technical times and we often hear about the odds uh, data breach through the internet and and those kind of uh, matters. How how safe is this in, in that regard? Yeah, look, probably the most important question to ask of all, really. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, most critically, at all times, the data is encrypted. Um, so that basically means if somehow someone could actually actively get that data, it would be encrypted and wouldn't be able to be accessed. But on top of that, we use a highly secured environment. The data never leaves Australia, so it stays in Australia. And, and, and really, really important um, best practice, you can't have the fox guarding the hen house. So we don't do our own... Um, checks to say that we secure our data. We actually bring in expert companies whose job is what we call penetration testing in industry, is to effectively be good hackers and try and break into our system. Uh, we've never failed one of them. That's how you make sure that you're creating a, you know, a critically, uh, you know, keeping that critical information secure at all times. It's literally industry best practice and, and highly secure, is to get the industry, police, technology and the government all working together 
to, to make sure that we've got a solution that is looking to reduce these alcohol harm issues because at the end of the day, no one wants that in their community. We all want to be able to have a beer and, and, and have fun, but we also want to know that uh, the rest of the community around us is safe. How secure is that data on there if you're on that band drinking register? Who actually has access to that data? Yeah, that's a great question as well, Blaine. So the data currently is populated from the police uh, and the Department of Liquor Licensing. So you have concerns about um, your ability to consume alcohol safely. You can voluntarily put yourself onto the database to make sure you can't purchase alcohol. And I believe that um, they're looking at expanding so magistrates could also put people onto the band drinkers register. So that data is securely held um, with the uh, Department of Liquor Licensing and we collect that uh, off them daily and then we store that in a secure environment. And it's not something that anyone can sort of willy-nilly go check. So, uh, you know, Joe at the liquor store can't find out whether, you know, a mate of his or, um, you know, his ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend's on the list or anything Mm. silly like that. Only our technology can do those checks. Ches Rafferty from Scantec, thank you very much for giving us a bit more of an explanation this morning on Triple M. Uh, Pleasure, Blaine, and happy to chat as the project progresses.